Welcome back. Today is May 6th, 2020. Still sad. I cannot wait to get out of this year. Hopefully 2021 will be better. You know who's here with me. It's Peter and Moreau. And I'm Sam Fowler. Okay, what up? Alright, Peter. I gotta say something. So, like, just before, just before we started recording, right? Have you heard of this thing called Cameo? Where it's like... It's called Cameo. Where, like, you pay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see people that make text messages. I was was looking through them because I was like, okay, we should maybe see if there's, like, a really randomly cheap one and get it to do, like, the intro. Like, you're now listening to Snarder and Emerald Show. And, right, whatever. And I'm looking through, and it's Urban Meyer. And I'm like, please don't be expensive. I like $350. And then, so one of the tags is Ohio State. So I click on it, and I see... My favorite basketball player of all time, ten dollars. Joey Joey Lane. You're not gonna know who he is unless you're in Ohio. I have, I genuinely have no idea at all. So, uh, I might tweet at him see if he can uh, do us a solid. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but let's just get back to this room. That would be cool. All right. So today okay. yeah. we are gonna discuss some headlines, stay in history as always. And we're going to get to some NHL awards. I got my Devils jersey on. Hopefully, we can pick up one award. That's all they want. And sadly, I got some Ohio State awards yesterday. Peter's going to get some. Some Bruins awards, yeah. yeah. yeah it's yep. going to be fair because, I mean, I'm not going to be as annoying as you were, but. Yeah, of course, of course. Um. So, Tua is wearing number one because uh, his college number 13 is retired on the Dolphins because of Dan Marino. Obviously, amazing quarterback, deserves to get his number retired. There's no discussion over that, just the headline. Here's the discussion. Rudy Gobert, Donovan, Spider Mitchell are rumored to be making steps to be back where their friendship was. Are they ever going to make up after what Rudy Gobert did? No. <laughs> no you, way. No. Like, you can't. You can't. It's. It does. The fact that they both are okay and they, like, both got over it. The fact that you had, like, a serious <laughs> disease. Yeah. A sickness, and you decided, eh, I'm not gonna mess around. It's not a real thing. Whatever. No big deal. And, like,. Proper precautions. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't really make up. You can. You can become. You can mend your relationship, but you can't make up. You're not. They're never going to be able to be where they were before. But I become friends, but they're not going to be. They're not going to be like anywhere near they were. Mm-hmm. So, uh, side question of that is Rudy Gobert winning Defensive Player of the Year, not for his performance, because of the fact that he shut down the, entire, down NBA. the entire NBA. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I mean, yeah, I mean, we got, they might take it into consideration. Uh, we got some bigger beef. University of Texas, Texas A&M, big rivals, right? Mm-hmm. Not as big as uh, UT Oklahoma, horns down, and also I hate Oklahoma, hate both of them. But um, after the pain that Baker Mayfield caused me in my early childhood, you just hate everyone um, for Ohio State. That is true. Well, actually, I don't mind some teams. Um, but mostly, yeah, I hate them. Uh, <laughs> the teams that we can blow out and 
I don't care about. Yeah, I like them. Um, so the Texas athletic director said that they only play teams who have won national championships in the modern college football era. He took a massive dig at Texas A&M. The last time they won, uh, I think I believe it was nineteen twenty or thirty nine. Jeez. Do you want to fact check? If you, if you want to fact check me on that one. Um, I mean, but didn't he also say last year that he wanted to, they wanted to bring back uh, the rivalry because it's good yeah. for college football? It's good for money. That's what it's good for. That's true. It is good for money. But I don't think it's going to. They rejected, um, what was it? I think it was for 20 to series yeah. for three years. What was it, 22 like, and 23, I think? The play- yeah, I think it was. The players were like, God damn it, with the new uh, deal. Because they get a ton of money for a rivalry. Imagine how much these players are going to be making for the Iron Bowl and the game, Ohio State-Michigan. Like, imagine how much money... These people are going to make, especially, like, the starting quarterbacks. Well, that's with the, not, That's true. With If they're able to, say, use the rivalry, so if they can use the rivalry advantage to go out and themselves and you say, like, in, like, the week coming up to a rivalry game, you can go on a commercial for someone. Mm-hmm. But you know what's and, even bigger? The fact what? that if you if your team is the home team and you're the starting quarterback, they're selling hundreds, maybe thousands of your jerseys because you got the fans like, oh my god, Peter Emmerich starting quarterback. I need his jersey because I'm going to the game. Yeah, and they're gonna buy your jersey and you're gonna get a cut of it. And, yeah. Okay, moving on from that because I know we're gonna get sidetracked for a good oh, wait, hour. One thing, one thing. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Fact checking you from before, the last time they did win a natty was in 1939. 1939, okay. I was 10 off. So ESPN said uh, they had a study and it said that fans are fine with sports returning with no fans. That is 100% true because I know we would all make that Mm -hmm. sacrifice. But when and how, like, when will they bring it back? And how are they going to keep players, coaches, and the central staff healthy? Because it is still a giant risk. If you look at college football, you have the 70 maybe players on the team with the actual team and then including uh, red shirts, all that. And then also you got all these coaches, assistant coaches, everything. Okay, so then. I mean, I don't know about, I don't know about, like American sports, because obviously each country has different views. But mm-hmm. just to segue off this a bit, uh, mm-hmm. the German soccer league, the Bundesliga, they're actually mm-hmm. planning to return, or they have they've been actually granted official permission for the government to return mid to late May. And personally, what? yeah, I mean, this, I think that's way too early. And that's for American sports. I hope we like don't do that. Don't do that because the yeah. sooner we come back and risk it the later it's going to have to keep getting postponed. Exactly. Like, like if, if I'd all these have, people... Yeah, I'd like... I, all I, these people I, are going out. Yeah. It's going to make it worse. Like, if... Stay safe, have, people. Stay home. Yeah, like, I'd rather have everyone... It, it, 
even though that'd be so terrible, I'd rather have it be postponed all the way to December or just cancel the seasons and go to next year than yeah, say real. bring it back in a month when it's it when it could be t- still too early and then have yeah. them play for two weeks and then have the same thing keep happening where everything opens up and then they realize oh everyone's getting it again and having to close down and keep repeating that cycle instead of just waiting until it's a hundred percent safe until they know that it's like okay to actually play safely without any risks at all but mm-hmm. obviously i would have prefer to have it back but even over having it back, I would rather have make sure it doesn't. Ha- There's no chance of it getting postponed again. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And yeah, totally. And finishing out with the uh, the COVID and sports dilemma, the NFL says fans will receive full refunds or credit for future games if tickets uh, for games that they already purchased are canceled, which is completely the right thing to do. But StubHub is only refunding it where the laws require it. Come on, that is a. Uh, Sneak move of the day, Kevin Durant. Um, <laughs> but that is not the ethical thing to do. No, that's that's disgusting. Like, yeah, how, how are you gonna? Say, it's gonna, gonna say? tear their brain in. Yeah, how are you gonna say that someone, let's say, bought a ticket for yeah. opening opening week in football, even though that's far exactly. away. Opening week in football, let's say. And or how about opening day for baseball? Yeah, well, that already happened, and I don't know if StubHub StubHub probably just uh, probably the MLB probably pushed it back. But what if yeah, what if opening day gets canceled? What if they what if those games in general you can't get those tickets back? And let's say um, the opening, I don't I don't. I don't know where it's legally where it's required to return tickets, but let's say that it's like the in Boston, it's it's not like legal to, so you don't have to. They're just gonna say, oh mm-hmm. well, that sucks. It's, I'm sorry, you couldn't predict a global pandemic from from September when you bought the tickets. But yeah, buy the tickets when the prices rise. That's how it's gonna work. It's it's dumb. well, you never know. Yeah, it's, it's, that, it's also an example about why it could be smart to wait to buy tickets because you never know. You n- yeah, you never drop. know what could happen. Especially, especially if you had uh, airplane tickets to Wuhan, China, for uh, <laughs> about now, mm. and you, they were like, "Oh, a couple thousand bucks now, fifteen bucks," and you'll have the adventure of your lifetime straight to Wuhan, General. All right. <laughs> um, so Patrick Ewing, this is a horrible story. This is gold medals in NCAA. Division one championship ring were stolen from him. How? Yeah. I mean, exactly, <laughs> exactly. How he's you... Patrick Ewing just swat the rings and the gold medals out of his hand. Come on, man, block that. <laughs> okay, okay, um, but it's also Quincy. You gotta be inside. There's someone inside, and it's Patrick Ewing. He's gotta have some security. Let me look up his house. Let me see if it looks like a. I mean, it understandably, ha- it could be something like he. It's. It was. It was. Oh my in, god! He, my man's wait, got a mansion. Well, but it could be he wasn't actually home at the time. Oh, it's in New Jersey. It's in New Jersey. Yeah, let's uh go get the show from his house. Are you sure he doesn't have multiple houses? Oh. Uh, if he has, no, 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 he, no. Oh no, no, no! He sold. He sold the house. In uh, hmm. apparently he but sold I mean, his New Jersey mansion. Maybe, maybe I don't even know what's maybe, going on. But 
how do you not how do you but like as we were saying like how do you how do you do you just are you is he is is that does that mean he basically just said let me just keep my gold medal and nca championship out in the (laughs) open so in the rare chance that someone actually does break into my house that they just sneak them out in the open and can take them like he didn't put them in a safe (laughs) he put he put them on his uh on his uh, front porch. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Anybody I get I mean, got it's in New York. His house, his house is in right. New York. Alright. But okay, so uh tell me what happened on this day because Yeah. This day I, I'm gonna hope something interesting happens. A few things <laughs> did happen. First okay. thirty long time ago. It was the first international boxing match took place between uh Bob Whitaker and Tito DeCarney, and Bob Whitaker actually won that fight. And I mean, clearly, clearly, I am the biggest Bob Whitaker fan uh, ever, ever created. But I mean, I was, yeah, I, I was very, so am I. Wink, wink. I was, I was very <laughs> proud of this win. Obviously, wink, wink. I remember I was sixteen at that time. It was a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Next. In 1903, the Chicago committed 12 errors, and yes, 12 errors against the Detroit Tigers, which is a record for the most errors in a game. And I think what is kind of sad is I'm pretty sure there's another team that has 12 errors, and it happens. Oh my god. Um, Mm. By the way, did they forget to put their uh, gloves on before the game? Um, Were they maybe. trying to feel with their hands? In the white... Trying to rob him over the wall? I, I personally <laughs> prefer what you said when I first told you this, when you said smoking before the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a perfect <laughs> that way of encapsulating works. what happened during that <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, who pro- <laughs> who was the uh, supplier? Which player was giving them? <laughs> probably got cut the next day. <laughs> probably got cut. Oh, 100%. The coach was like, eh, we're having a good season. I'll let it slide. And then 12 errors. <laughs> 12 errors. After a night out. After a night out. <laughs> Barbecue at his place. Mm-hmm. Well, another fact about <laughs> baseball. In 1915, Babe Ruth hit his first major league home run, which, ironically, was against the New York Yankees. Wow, that's actually I know. Cool. <laughs> he, he he hit his first home run for the Red Sox against the Yankees in a rivalry, and then also continued to probably be the greatest Yankees player of all time. And the Red Sox, oh, wait, wait, hear me out, uh, traded him away. Hear for, me out, uh, and then didn't win. A, I don't even know how long it was for a long time. Long, long time. Um. Do you think if Babe Ruth and Aaron Judge had a home run derby, who's going to win? See, I don't know. Well, Aaron... Well, in their prime. I was about to say, I was about to say, I mean, Aaron Judge would obviously win, but... Yeah, it's hard to... uh, It's hard to hit 450 uh, from uh, six feet under. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, in there... When when you're six feet below the mat, it's hard to... uh, I mean, all, they're all they're all the pitchers <laughs> balls, but uh, anyway, anyway, as as, yeah. as we were trying to say, in their prime, yes, I you can't probably Aaron Judge because pitchers yeah, have gotten so better. Hitting is mm-hmm. the same, but and pitching has gotten better. 
Okay, here we go. Here's the million dollar question though. Aaron Judge and Babe Ruth combined into one in their prime. Think of Babe Ruth like back then, but now. Them two combined versus Barry Bonds during the steroid era. Oh, uh, honestly. <laughs> Who's honestly. winning? Who's winning? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> tough, tough question. It depends. It depends. <laughs> Barry I'll Bonds say, I'll he's going to be hitting 600-foot homers. I'll say Aaron Judge and Babe Ruth, uh, so as not to promote the use of steroids. I'm going with of Barry Bonds. Oh, <laughs> um, okay, gotta take the underdog. Okay. Alright, what else? Last one for today. In 1997, the Hartford Whalers became the Carolina Hurricanes... Very bad decision. Very bad Very decision. Bad decision. That, it was that is disgusting. The Hurricanes are trash branding. The have you seen their warm up jersey that they wear twice a year? Oh my god, I'm over Twice a year, where it's the Hartford Whalers jersey, they are fire, and they only get to wear them twice a year. But ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the point in our show where it is the NHL awards. The first award we are going to be giving out because we are also predicting. We are geniuses. We know what is going to happen in the future. And we're giving us the biggest award. The cup. Lord Stanley himself. And if you know the name of the song, you know it includes a certain word. And Peter, would you please announce the winner of the Stanley Cup? Yes, Sam. Finally getting back at you for yesterday. The Boston Bruins are going to win the cup. Let's go, they have baby. The most points right now. They have the most points right now. <laughs> they have the, Keep it going. As I was saying, they have the most points. They have the league's top scorer and one of the, if not the best, almost 100% the best, probably. The best goalie tandem in the league <laughs> between Rask and Halal. <laughs> Okay, then we're going to take it to the best record, which I have, is the Boston Bruins. And I predict them to have 53, 53 wins. Okay, how do I turn this off? <laughs> I, I end up going for a record of 53, 17, and 16, which is amazing. Indeed it is, I, Sam. I wonder who's gonna win the Eastern Cup. I think I think I think we know this one too. Look at the look at, look at that. Back to back to back. Bruins will win the Eastern Conference. Wow. It looks like Joe Burrow. Yeah, I mean okay, I actually I actually planned out some reasons for this because as a Bruins fan, I like talking about the Bruins. Okay. So as I was yeah. saying about the Stanley Cup, the same reasons apply about having the best goalie tandem probably in the league. Leaks and leaks top scorer. But also Last year made it to. I don't want. I don't like to talk about it. We made it to the. Uh, we made it. We made it to the finals, but we're not going to talk any more about it. And that was with our top line, the perfection line, not playing up to standards. So, if they mm-hmm. play to the best of their abilities, and if they like turn it on in the playoffs, I mean, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Yeah, all you're going to hear is... Yep. <laughs> okay, so, you just mentioned no, last no. year, and no. I have a rematch on my paper, don't I? Because the Blues, there were some good teams in the West, but the Blues were that one standout team 
who had the shot, maybe beating the Bruins. I would say it would go in six games, but four to two. The Boston Bruins. All right. Who's winning the comms play? The MVP of the I mean, playoffs. Me and Sam had different opinions, but I yes, I should definitely have the be- better decision as I'm a Bruins fan. Since we have them winning the cup, it obviously has to go to a yeah. Bruins player. And this player, in my opinion, is going to be Tukarask. Because, I mean, <laughs> if you play that sound one more time. Every every time the Bruins get an award, I'm playing the Gohan. <laughs> That's how it's gonna go for today. Okay, as I was saying, Tuka Rask, barring an injury, uh, he has to. He, I mean, he like he has to be the favorite to win this because because oh, yeah, 100%. La- la- last year, last year, like I I'm a hundred percent sure, without a doubt in my mind, if we won last year, he would have, he would a hundred percent would have won this award. He played amazing mm-hmm. throughout the playoffs. And I mean, he continued it. He He's playing amazing throughout the regular season right now. So if mm-hmm. he carries as he's playing in the regular season and the playoffs last year into this year's playoffs and we win the cup because of it, even if he has to, he has to win it. Yeah. No. No. I, you know what? Give me some spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> it's pasta time. Okay. I'm David Pasternak taking the cons, my baby. All right, the Hart Memorial Trophy. You could say it's the MVP of the regular season, which it is. And I have that going to none other than Connor McJesus. My man finished with 34 goals, 63 assists, which totals 97 points if you can do your math. Six game-winning goals and a whopping twenty, almost twenty-two minutes, average time on the ice. And the next one, this is going to be a very hard <laughs> one to announce. We like to see it. Yes, we do. do we? I mean, I mean, we are giving uh, one of my favorite I think players. I should take it, Sam. None. Okay. No, no, I mean, no. I, I got thought this. you said it was difficult. I'll, I'll give I'll give them a sneak preview. It's the, it's the, it, it, it's, it's the going difficult. to Hughes. When you try your I'm best, I'm not joining in on that. <laughs> okay, this is fun. <laughs> I don't know why. So I pulled up Spotify today, and I'm like, I how can I annoy Peter? Because I'm having too much fun seeing all I these ruins win the awards. Yeah. It is true. Stop with the goal. You know what that calls for? (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, my bad. It isn't. Quinn Hughes, congrats. You're the inferior brother. I mean, if he's the inferior brother, why is he winning rookie of the year? Because the doubles suck. There, I said it. I I mean, shouldn't Jack Hughes be able to carry them, though? (laughs) No. Quinn Hughes is surrounded by a better team. Okay, next award. Next award. We're giving the Vizina Trophy, (laughs) a.k.a. The trophy for the best goalie. We're giving that, obviously, in my opinion. Sam, do you want me to count you down? Three, two, Not one. Two garage. Let's get it, dude. I already <laughs> made my case for why he should win the Calder. But 
This is for regular yep. season playing ability, not how clutch and well performing he is going to be in the playoffs. Hopefully, I I mean, like he, no, he leads the goal in goals against average. He's in second by point zero zero one percent on save percentage, and he has he has the seventh <laughs> most wins despite playing twelve less games on average between the six players above him, and even okay. more. He's tied for second with five shutouts, despite playing 17 less games than first place, who has only one more shutout than him. You can't question the stats. You can't question the stats. Damn! Now that, now that is Vecino-worthy. Okay. Who's getting the James Norris, a.k.a. best defenseman? This one for us, Peter, you can announce it, because it's uh, yours to do. But it took us how... Well, we got caught up watching hockey Ripped fights it, yeah. for a good ass hour last. Oh, good hour last night. Keeping it PG. Um, and it was a lot of fun, and you'll hear about some of the stuff that we talked about later. But uh, this one took us <laughs> an hour it and took, a half. It took us, time, we we skipped right. it multiple times because we didn't. We it was yep, like the decision. Yep. But I looked at the stats. I looked okay. at the stats, and two years ago. The award winner won this same award, and he had. Let me compare these. He had seven, uh, eight less points, five less plus minus, twenty-three more penalty ice minutes. Uh, what else? What, what else? What what else can we say about this? He had. Because it's not a six. He, he, he has he basically helps. He, he, he is comparable. His stats are comparable to when he won it two years ago. And that is why we decided to give this award to Victor Hedman. Congratulations. You know, if any of these players are listening to the show, sure. and, you know, you hear this, like, hit me up on IG and you can come on and discuss. Because we all know all these players uh, listening to it, especially Big uh, Jesus. I the Art Ross Trophy most points, first player in the NHL this season to hit 100 points. My boy Leon Draisaitl, he had 43 goals, 68 assists, only 18 penalty minutes. Good, not that great. 16 power play goals and only 16 minutes time on ice a game, which is for his stats that he put up. Except for the fact that somehow Edmonton still isn't, they're behind the Golden Knights by three points and they're fourth in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. And they have some the of the best, best and they have two of the, the best, two players. best players probably in the league, <laughs> at least points wise. That that's that's yep. kind of mm, carried. This next door, this next door that Peter is going to announce, I had no idea it existed oh, no. until last night. See, just putting just putting it out there. Knew, I knew it. I mean, personally, I knew it existed. <laughs> totally didn't learn about it from. Yep. we we know totally we know it existed. Didn't learn about you... it from uh, playing yep. be a pro on NHL yep. and seeing that as the end when I tried to see how many players, how many awards my forward won, but um. So we didn't know how to judge this, because both of us, I wouldn't say we are, uh, we don't really know how to judge for this trophy, which is the Frank J. Selk Best Defensive Forward. 
But me personally, I looked at a few sites that ha- who had their predictions for this award, and um, I saw that Bergeron, Patrice Bergeron from the Bruins, another one, was at least a finalist on winner. I mean, um, probably all of them. And it, he he he's always there. Every I swear he's been a finalist for the past like five years for this award. So I mean, he, we decided to pick him because we totally know exactly what to judge on. Yep, coach of the year. Ooh, do you want me to count you down again? Yup, never mind. It's the Bruce coach, Bruce Cassidy. Easy. Okay, so basically, we don't even need to talk about it. Brooms, great season. Probably going to win the Stanley Cup. Already and 100 points. Great job coaching. games played. Yep. Uh, great coaching by Bruce Cassidy. Keep it up. I <laughs> wish you were my coach for high school. Off the record, my coach sucks. Hopefully. <laughs> I, love, I love you, Coach. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Next. Okay. Top Are you goal, ready, Sam? Top goal story. The Rocket. The Rocket ready, Richard. Or two, three. One. David Everyone, most people can agree that he would be the top goal scorer. But (laughs) the question is if he's gonna, he's been on a kind of cold stretch. But so the question is, is he gonna continue this cold stretch? Or will he get onto a hot streak like he was towards the center of the season where he was scoring one or two goals consistently? And since he is only tied currently for most goals with Ovechkin, it's the same thing. The same question applies to Ovechkin. Is he going to come out of when we return hot or cold? Because I um, I guarantee you, whoever starts out better once the season resumes, they are going to they are going to be the top goal scorer. Whoever starts out strong and gets on a steady streak of scoring a few uh, a goal per game will win this. Yeah. But Pasta's better. I agree. Totally not biased. Okay, 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 Peter. Do you, do you want to do you want another one? Okay, so this this next award, William M. Jennings, few schools scored against a goalie. Four in Took a row, rest. baby, four straight. Two point one two goals allowed, average a game. Eighty five goals against. Which is amazing. Yeah, you heard me hit that note, baby. You already know. Yeah, okay. All right, Peter. Well, what's next? This one. We decided to come up with this one because despite being a. Oh, wait, wait, no. No, 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 no. No, no. This is mine. This is mine, baby. We got to play a special goal horn for this one. You already know. Let's go! Most underrated player! Undoubtedly the best player in the Devils this season! Jasper Brandt! Funny story. Yes, funny story. Yes, sir. Jasper Brandt! Jasper Brandt! Oh, Only yes. 32 points, but led the second half for the Devils season! Five game-winning goals in the second half of the season, and only six penalty minutes by a great season by my man. And let's go! Okay, okay, Devils. Sam. Don't don't worry about them being one of the worst teams in the league. But I agree, Jesper Bratt. I might be a Bruins fans, and I a Bruins fan, and I do not like the Devils. 
but I love Jesper Brad. Funny story, as I was trying to say before you went into whatever you did. We <laughs> oh, were, is this from the sleepover? We were is this sleepover, when we had the sleepover? And we decided, I don't know why I ever agreed to watch a Devils game. That is the worst <laughs> thing I have ever seen in my life. It is terrible. But it went to a PK shootout, and it was tied 2-2. PK oh, shootout. Sorry. This isn't P- soccer. PK shootout. Just a normal shootout. As I was saying, it went to a shootout, and it was tied two-two. <laughs> Completely forget who they were. The yeah. Devils were against, but they missed their shot. I think it was Ottawa. Ottawa sure, it was Ottawa, and it was tied two-two. I'm pretty sure it was memory. tied two-two. They missed their shot. Guess who comes up? Big man Brad. He sinks his shot. Yes, sir. The, uh, devils and-, and you know what they said. You know what they played. The devils go. Oh! Why did we? Uh, what did? <laughs> Let's go. Oh, what did I read a lit? I shouldn't have given the devils any de- <laughs> any devils players an award. I need to get away from this quick. So next, best American. We, we we both agreed that it was going to be between Patrick Kane, Jack Eichel. And the person we decided on, who is Austin Matthews. Beto the Stash. Stash. <laughs> uh, sorry. Whoa, I'm... whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay. Best, best Canadian. Best Canadian. He does no introduction. Connor McJesus. All right. Between best foreign another one. Foreigner. Rip pop stroke. It, we, we decided that it was not Vipostrinok <laughs> because we thought that it, that Leon Dressaito had a better overall year and having the lead in points was more impressive than the leading goal scorer. And no, mm-hmm. let me let me transition okay. this because you're going to get crazy crazy. Okay, okay. We now have reached the end of actual awards that make sense. And we are going to two more awards that Sam created. Because he wanted to create them for no reason. I don't know why. But go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the last two words. Featuring me, your DJ, Sam Stunner. Best ongoing brawl. You know you've seen it. Brady Kachuk from the Calgary Flames. And Zach Cassian from the Oilers. It was crazy. There was kicking. There was fighting. There was name calling. There was making fun of moms. But it was sick. That's a sin. Alright, and then this is the greatest award ever created. The Happy Gilmore. If you've seen the movie, you know he played hockey. You know he had some uh, anger issues, right? But anger issues, penalty minutes. Evander Kane. He had the most penalty minutes. 122. Oh my god, I've been screaming so much. 11 more than the runner-up, and he had 135 hits. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it. For today, but this was awesome. And we're no, we're not. No, we're not. We're ending it right now. No, no, no. What are we playing? Ready? Goodbye, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. That's it. Stay safe. Wash your.